starting in the I'm just welcoming everybody and doing a little bounce to the camera. I'm Gayla. Oh my goodness. Hello. And Donna's here. Margaret and Claudine. Yeah. God, we're represented everywhere. Hi, Ben. And Ed. I can say hello to everyone. Yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> From as close as Lockhart, Texas, <laughs> to as far away as uh, the North Shore of uh, Lake Geneva. <laughs> so we, um, everyone's here who. We have C's for correct? I don't think there's anything else to do. <laughs> Just being here is everything. Seriously. It's pretty good. See Joel back there. So I make sure I can see faces. <laughs> I tell you what let's do before uh, I ring the bell for us to sit for a, a little bit let's uh, together intone the, the road chant first And with the, the words and with the spirit, feel the boundless field of infection and the way that we're holding each other and the way that we're wrapped in this goodness. Um, and then sit with that. Does that sound good? Yes. Okay. What a great thing to hear voices in the same room. The liberation. A formless field of benefaction, wearing the universal teaching, I realize the one true nature, thus harmonizing all being. Vast is the world of liberation, a formless field of benefaction, wearing the universal teaching, I realize the one true nature, thus harmonizing all being. Last is the road of liberation, a formless field of benefaction, wherein the universal teaching, I realize the one true nature, thus harmonizing all being. I didn't turn on the... Okay, is that offering you more sound back there? Okay, good. Thank you.
I want to say to the people who are online that as I look this way, it's very easy for me to see all of you, um, which I'm, I'm glad to be able to do. <clears throat> I was saying to several people, it feels like, uh, Peg and I were talking, it feels like I drove home last night and then drove back this morning. <laughs> 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 back to work, you know, except, except there were four years. Four years since I've actually been in this building. This is a shock. Yeah, because I haven't been back since I moved. Not in this building. Although I've seen some of you in different places and different things. <clears throat> so with that great abundant blessing, let's sit for a few minutes. Yeah. When you hear the sound of the three bells, we're so accustomed to it. You know, as a marker that says we're going to begin uh, a period of Zazen. But remember, those aren't just three bells which signal something. They're in response to something. And me, or Peg, or Joel, or Lori, or anyone, any of you were here at the bowing hat and had offered incense. You know that that first bell is a bow at the altar, and the second is toward our seat, and the third is. So let yourself feel the entry and that movement from the sacred space of an offering to your sitting in the three bells. It isn't just a sound. It re it's, re it's in response to something. We're not enacting it right now. But when it's in your body, it can be called forward in your body. And that's what's in practice forms are for.
final two few sentences of <clears throat> Dogen's self-fulfilling samadhi, which we sometimes chant or study. He makes a very powerful statement, which I will summarize, not memorize. <clears throat> he says, even if all the Buddhas and Bodhisattvas, as vast as the number of grains of sand on the banks of the Ganges could together with their wakeful, compassionate power attempt to measure the potency and importance of even one person's zazen they would be unable to do it. Can you feel that? The ordinary human embodied and completely inconceivable and unmeasurable merit of sitting here together. Most of you remember when I would uh, 
walk in at the beginning of entry for, uh, of inquiry from the back with a little piece of paper in my pocket. So I thought I should bring a little piece of paper. <laughs> and then afterwards, somebody would ask <laughs> various people. Uh, and I will, as I did in the past, um, I'll, bring, I'll bring a poem. And this one came to me just a couple of days ago. I really hadn't prepared very much because I thought it's so powerful for me just to be here in this way that I just wanted to be in the space really and open it up. And there was a, a woman, a young woman, who came as a volunteer at Huihulana Molokai several years ago. Uh, and she had, I think it's fair for me to say, essentially a, escaped in some ways from a, a Mormon family situation. Maybe you heard she was a very wonderful young woman. And one of her practices was each month she would um, like to memorize a poem. And then we, she would share them. And recently she said, I've found a new poem and I wanted you to hear it. Uh, I will, of course, make sure Cassie has it, so she'll post it with a... Um, but I want you just to listen. I'm going to go through it a couple of times because it, it so called me to this moment. It's by the very famous and, and wonderful uh, uh, Brazilian poet uh, Adelia Prado, some of you might, might know. And this, of course, is the English translation from the Portuguese. I pruned the rose bush at precisely the right moment and left town for days, <laughs> having learned once and for all to wait biblically for the time of everything. When I opened the window, there it was, as I'd never seen it before. Studded with buds, some already with pale rose peeking out from between sepals, clusters of living jewels. My bad back, my disappointment with the limits of time, the enormous effort to be understood, all turned to dust before this recurrent miracle. The cyclical, perceptible roses made themselves marvelous. No one can move me from this sudden knowing beyond the edge of reason. Mercy is intact. Billowing greed, pummeling fists, high-pitched fury. Nothing can hold back the gold of Corollas or, believe me, fragrance, simply because it's September or October. Isn't that marvelous? Yes. One more time. And this time I'll interrupt myself. <laughs> I've pruned the rosebush at precisely the right moment and left town for days. Some people may have not thought it was the right time for either of us. <laughs> but having learned once and for all to wait biblically for the time of everything, 
things take time, and sometimes patience and waiting uh, and timing is is everything. And whether it felt always appropriate or welcomed or timely, it was what it was, and it, things issue forth from it the way they issue forth, and that's our, our practice. I pruned the rose by rose bush at precisely the right moment and left town for days, having learned once and for all. Once and for all, I would say again and again, really, but to wait biblically. In other words, not for the time of everything. When I opened the window, there it was, as I'd never seen it before, studded with buds, some already the pale rose peeking out between sepals, clustered of, clusters of living jewels. Once again, I walked back into the kitchen <laughs> as I'd never seen it before. Clustered with living jewels. My bad back, for real. <laughs> My disappointment with the limits of time. In age. enormous effort to be understood goes both ways and all turned to dust before this recurrent miracle the cyclical perceptible roses made themselves marvelous the cyclical perceptible online or here people who care are willing made themselves marvelous by, by your presence you're already marvelous but no one can move me from this sudden knowing beyond the edge of reason there is a zen no one can move me this realization this knowing beyond the edge of reason it's not reasonable any of this But you can live it in a way that it's full of life, just like the rose. And then the most important line of the whole point, mercy is intact. Look around. Feel it in your body. Mercy is intact. And all around this billowing greed, pummeling fists, high-pitched fury, no more, I need to say. Nothing, nothing, nothing can hold back the gold of Corolla's, the gold of our practice, the gold of this practice together. Or believe me, fragrance. You can smell the incense. Simply because it's September. I love that line, simply because it's just like another day. I told Trouty when she came, she looked like that gold little flower, you know. Um, the poem was in me, and that's what I thought. Isn't this lovely? <clears throat> I take refuge in Dharma before all being, entering deeply the merciful ocean of Buddha's way. We just said it. 
entering deeply the merciful ocean of Appamana's way, of this way. It's always here. Mercy is intact. I've taken refuge uh, physically in my life in the middle of an ocean. But it's not always merciful. <laughs> but, but this one is. And I also want to say, because we you know, just have a jukai, we'll have a jukai here. There's that line that says, you have returned to your original nature free from attachments and limited ways. From now on, awakening is your teacher. All beings are your teacher. This is the path of mercy for all existence. Now you've returned. This is the path of mercy, returning. And then after, Peg and I would say to you, do you agree to follow this compassionate path of the three treasures? And the, uh, obviously you did, you've arrived, <laughs> whether online or in person. Do you agree to follow the compassionate path? It's ongoing, it doesn't end. <clears throat> so I was very uh, grateful um, to um, Sis, she calls herself, the young woman who brought the the poem to me. Because uh, it was just right, I thought, for today. At least it was in me, and I hope it touches something in you in that way. And if there's something else that it touches um, that calls you to meet, then let's, let's do that. We have time to make that walk up to the chair, which we have not a long time, you know. <laughs> And I'm going to remain facing this way pretty much. And then if you want to move the chair around, and, uh, Kim will tell you where to put it. I probably can do it without the microphone. But those people can do it. Well, it's not about the line, it's about the group. <laughs> I'm the loud one in the family. <laughs> That's okay. Go ahead and have a seat, and he'll get you arranged. Okay. But see, if you don't, I don't get to put it on you. Okay. And that's actually part of it. Mm -hmm. Well, I love that. Yeah. Is she situated again? You know what the response to Mahalo is? Mahalo is thank you. Aloha kiakua. Aloha kiakua. Aloha kiakua, which is a great greeting which includes all the divine. Not just a small thank you, a big gratitude, a formless feel of affection. Of course, the Hawaiians so I'm at, I'm at a little bit of an angle, but this is to make sure that everyone well, can. Well, I forgot it was. <laughs> yeah, take a look at it. Aren't they beautiful? <laughs> so, 
missing and thrilled to be in your space. It is just so very special. I'm sure everyone here shares that. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So this week, there was the passing of a beautiful woman here in Austin. Her name was Marianne Joseph, and she was 92, and she was famous for El Patio, which was the place that she and her husband started it 60 years ago. 60 she plus years ago. Yeah. Just mm -hmm. And she was always, almost always there. You know, wow. And the family ran it, so it was the whole thing. Yeah, she was part of the Joseph family. Exactly. It's been here yeah. for And she was, her family's from Lebanon, and it's yeah. a, there's a beautiful obituary about her family. and. Um, so um, I'm remembering one of the most, when thinking about Merciful, um, one of the things was with it when Missy and I had our, our mother come up to stay with us when she had Alzheimer's and our dad had passed and she was living with both of us and I would find that taking her out was a wonderful thing and uh, one of the most wonderful places to take her was El Patio because she liked Mexican food and she yeah, that's had, old school Austin. she had been there and and so I would call and find out when Mrs. Joseph was there who my daughter named Mrs. El Patio so <laughs> I would call and ask when Mrs. El Patio was going to be there it's because towards the end of her life she was there almost every day but she would pick the hours that were better for her so I would take my mother when Mrs. El Patio was there, and um, she would seat us at a place that was calm for my mother, and she would just kind of watch over us as we were having our, our meal. And uh, one time my mother had ice, her, with her iced tea, she had taken the salt shaker and put it into the iced tea, thinking that it was sugar. So um, before she could take a hold of it, Mrs. El Patio came over and took it away without my mother even knowing. And she's, the dignity she allowed my mother was so enormous. It was, you could feel it in the room. And Mercy she, was intact. She came back with a glass that had been sweetened already and gave it to her and took off the salt off the table and, and basically, you know, tapped her on the shoulder and gave me a wink that she took care of it. There was nothing that my mother had to feel embarrassed about. The, the Bodhisattva or Padia. Exactly. It's everywhere. Yes. Yeah. It is. So I went to pay respects to her and was able to write that story for the family that, mm -hmm. because that was over a period of several years that she was our savior of El Padia. But it'll allow us to get out and have a chance for my mother to experience what felt like a normal time. Yes, it sounds like you're feeling gratitude as you also feel grief <laughs> as those things move. Exactly, but I told her family, her job is done. She has been the most wonderful worker in this community. <laughs> Old school, as you say. Mm -hmm. But she, you know, has, has been a witness to Austin from from those days at the beginning to now yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so today we we talk about um passings and returns and mm -hmm. the cycle mm -hmm. like the roses but i just felt like sharing that Thank experience you. Mm -hmm. Take this on. Mm -hmm.
Sometimes we get earrings. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. Thank you very much. You can leave the chair right there. I will. Be ready for somebody else. Okay. When Aaron and I built our one house, we built we, our next door neighbor and bought from Roger Joseph. Oh, what? Yeah, Roger was our neighbor. So. Oh, it was a woman um, in the retreat in Little Rock last weekend who was talking about her the edge between her um, deep Christian background in Arkansas and her profound practice as a Christian and uh, how she kind of missed some of the ceremony but not the environment and so we, we were doing these ritualistic things and so when she finished her inquiry I said is it okay if I, is it okay if I touch your forehead and she said sure so it's all of you will be able to see this and I said your practice be deep and wide no oil, but an anointing is good enough. A little hand grease. <laughs> I like that better. I just needed to, um, I feel shaking because this is such a sacred space. And, um, That's why I thought we should do a blessing. Thank you. I needed it, and I also... You know, when I first started sitting in this chair, I was in my 30s, and, now, and I, I couldn't relate totally to some of these bigger life changes of losing parents, and, um, but now I'm getting there because I'm in my 50s now, and so I'm so grateful that I've been had this chair and had all of you for that long. It's kind of amazing, and the poem you read is such a gift. So. Tell sis, thank you. Yes, I will. And um, I think that the idea of grooming, she had to groom before she took off, you know? And I guess I'm thinking about trusting in those roses to keep blooming. I'm not sure. I feel so busy and so focused on my children and my work. I'm not sure I've been able to groom appropriately. And so I just want, my question is, for those of us who haven't been able to be here as much as we want, who haven't been able to open up our heart and offer ourselves to Appamata in the way that Appamata deserves, because it gives so much to us. Like, how do we, life is so busy, how do we keep grooming it so that this is stays alive for us. Like that? Just hold on when we can. Remember that um, the reason Peg and I chose Apamanda is the name. It is. It tells you what to do. Mindful, diligent care. Sounds a little, you know. But really, it's this: be kind, reach out to each other. Don't let, don't let go. 
Let go. Yeah. <clears throat> and that letting go can be in myself when I start feeling guilty that I'm not here as much as my heart craves. Right. All of the things that get in the way of our practice, I'm calling letting go. That can even be like leaning in. There's what you let go of is the queer-eyed wisdom and open-hearted compassion that has us go in some other direction. That's what Yomara was about to us all. But it's a little easier with spiritual friendship. I mean, you know this quite well. That's what you're speaking to. That's what your tears are about. This is what you long for. Yeah. And we take refuge because of longing. There's a lot that can get in the way, though, you know? Of... That's called samsara. Mm -hmm. and that's the first noble truth. <laughs> and yeah, that's everything. Uh, we could say life is characterized by dukkha. Is that life gets in the way of, of life. That's strange. <laughs> uh, so much can get in the way. And we could talk about all the different particularities, but that isn't. No, I know. But we sit here silently together. We hold on to each other and we look into each other's eyes. You don't have your glasses. I don't. <laughs> uh -huh. <clears throat> I don't know. The thing about it, it all fell away. All that stuff all turned to dust before this recurrent miracle. <clears throat> That's what's happening right now, isn't it? Oh, I feel it. Yeah. yeah. I think I think of this often. You know, I've said it a million times, but I still I still remember you sitting on that cushion at Austin Zen Center before Harry was born. Oh yeah, you were pregnant. Mm -hmm. That was actually with my seventeen-year-old. No, <laughs> <laughs> we've known each other a long time. I know. I know. Oh, that was Harry. That was here. You, you were here with Harry. Yeah. I want to. Um, I just. That poem for me says so much and uh, the grooming, you know, and how to keep making sure I can come back. Um, I, even though I, I sometimes feel really far away, what I would like to say to everyone and to you and to Peg and to this space that you all have generously carved out in your lives to offer to all of us is that I um, and never have lost it. That's right. You've never gone, even though you feel like you haven't come, but it's never left you. Yeah. Good. Then that's our work. If that's true, then that's great. Okay. And I get that I'm not the only one. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> because of all this time and what you've demonstrated over the years, I want you to look at me. I never doubt you. Okay. I believe that. Good. Okay. Be strong. Well, I mean, we can't be here as often as we like either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll say. Thank you.
You're a man of bodily form. It's your about. It makes a difference. Yes. It makes a difference to you, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Okay. I know that. So I didn't want to miss. For those who don't know, that's a Shaolin Baal, rather than a just a Shifu Jim. <laughs> or as Ron calls me, Shifu Jim. I just wanted to sit in the chair because it's been so long since I've sat. sat. Me too. In the chair. Yeah. And um, I have to say, I have done two things, so there is no issue. But when you were talking, we just got back from Barton Springs, and one of the things that uh, I spread ashes at Barton for a friend of mine who was there. And I've had today? not today, but ever since then, and I know a couple other people whose ashes happen to be there. Mm -hmm. All of this is under the table because you're not somewhere in the spring, somewhere now in the trees. Yeah. Um, but that deep feeling of connection with all of my friends that have passed, that are still there, both there physically and emotionally. Um, and um, there's also that feeling here where, uh, since we're all here, uh, and there's a lot of out there work with me here too. Um, uh, that connection that's always there, but it's really, really nice to see everybody. When I was taking a look around and <clears throat> I was in the back room and I looked at the memorial altar right. and John Eric was back there and I said, wow, there's so many pictures now. And for those of you that don't know, there's a memorial altar with actual photographs of all the song members who have died and people that it's quite a quite a group, and that's the first time I've seen Kim's picture there, which really hit me when I went up and saw her picture there. And they're all in here. But then, yeah, when Ramana Maharshi was dying, and his, all of his students were saying, "Don't leave us! Don't leave us! Don't leave us!" He said, "Don't be silly. Where can I go?" <laughs> <laughs> but of course, we do feel the drop of the body. <clears throat> Yeah, all that. And now all of those loved ones have to use your eyes and your hands and your body to love like this. You sit in that chair for everyone. Thank <laughs> uh, everyone. And it nourishes myself. And I just want to do this. I know, I thought you want to hold on <laughs> for dear life because life is dear, and that's how we hold on. Thank you. Thank you.
This is what I wanted right here. You know, in my bizarre impulses, that I have sometimes. But I wish that you were able, uh, one more time, you know, we, we can just say, stand up, <clears throat> this way, and sit down. She has that, but do the Vashon though. See that broken thing? Suzuki Roshi had exactly the same thing. And if you see any picture, it's the same. Somehow, channeling. Um, maybe you should do it so you don't get your handle up. You can have the earrings. You must collect them all. <laughs> I don't that my ears are all close up now. Oh, that's right. He, his was a, a different toy, but you're right. He did. Yeah, Dad. He was, as a young man here in Austin, he was working uh, with, at a carpentry shop and they were uh, stripping uh, the little wooden things for the screens. You know, his finger went through. <laughs> and they set it back on. But it was always. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get over your glasses. <laughs> nice of you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so I was a close friend of Mary Ann Joseph's too. Oh, yeah? When I was in graduate school, I used to 
live a block away on Fruit Street, and my house didn't have enough heat. <laughs> so Mary Ann would let me just sit there until they closed and bring me hot tea. Hey, hey, crackers. And yeah, saltines. 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 <laughs> and now my sons know that when it's my birthday, you know, we're going to El Patio. Recently, I discovered with uh, Margaret that uh, she's been going. Oh, yeah. Long time. Yeah. And, and remember your buddy's past? Yeah, so um, that was uh, kind of tough, and, and uh, I just blurred this out, I don't know, but uh, I sat with Martha in July when she was trying to decide if there was something wrong or not, you know, and, and encouraged her. And just July. Yeah, she hadn't really gone for a scan yet. and. Um, uh, I had cancer 18 years ago and, and lived through it. And, uh, um, so it's, I know a lot of it is, you know, like you've been doing here today. It's just, it's not about what you say. It's just being, being there. And I tried to do that. And then, and then there's sometimes they, uh, welcome you or don't you know you don't want to go hey i could help you because you know you can't say that not about you <laughs> well when i first got to know you and you had that little how you and a bunch of others had that little house by the oasis and the social workers and you helped people with cancer remember that and i've always thought that about you know it's like how oh, it's funny to do that you know it's just uh it's a wonderful thing to be able to do to sit with in presence, you know, stay out of the way, yeah, and be fully present. Yes, stay out of the stay way, out of the be way. fully present. It seemed like, yeah. So we all that's something to stay out of the way and be fully present. That's true in so many things. It's true in parenting and yeah. being a good friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we practice it here a lot. <laughs> it's like it's the whole deal, you know? Yeah. And you can really feel it in a, in a context like that where you're actually living it. Somebody it comes alive. And interestingly, how it comes so alive in death. <laughs> So, uh, I just came up to say thank you for so many things. Yeah. I, uh, on my way here, I started in Colorado to do the eulogy for Aaron's mom, um, whose portrait you took along with the family many, many years ago. So you met her and met all her family. Yeah, there. Sister, yeah, 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 and that very young girl almost really now is in her 50s, has two grown children. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> I had uh, one of my students when I was back at Lawson's in there was um, a, a woman, boy, she and her husband both were, were students over there. They were um, from Germany, they were in graduate school, 
Uh, and then uh, she had, they had a, a little girl, like two, and then she had, had a miscarriage, which was hard on her, and so I helped her with that. And, and then she got pregnant very quickly and was terrified because she hadn't really recovered emotionally, really, from that. But she had a full term baby, a little boy, and everything. And then they came to me afterwards and said, we, We'd like to name our son Flint. <laughs> Which was astounding to me, but we did a naming ceremony. Everything, you know. So this little boy, um, the German family was born here, and, and my parents even stayed connected to him a little bit. Um, the other day, I got an email from her in Germany because they're back there in, in university and stuff. And she wanted some connection here in Austin. She couldn't remember, her, so I gave her that. I said, "Oh, by the way, here's a picture of Flynn. He's 15." <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a parent, so I forget that it happens like that. Wow. And I felt an odd. He's not my son, but still, it's this thing, you know. It's amazing. But if we look closely, it's like that with everybody. This thing. So nice to still be here with you. <laughs> and take that off. Just playing, but not really. <laughs> but isn't it fun to be in love with people? So yeah. you want to be together. And that's really what this is about. You know? It's like there's a, there's a way in which, for example, Peg and I our best to take good care of ourselves and so that we can continue to do what we do and offer what we offer. And in the meantime, it's completely heartbreaking to have to do some of the things we have to do to take care of ourselves so we can keep offering them. You know? That's that's what I get at Especially Jim and Robin. I'm sorry if I'm going to cry. Please don't apologize. You're a good company. Sitting behind them and watching um, how much they love each other, being able to witness that. Because um, simple embodiment without words, just just presence, just presence. And I, I see that not just from their care for each other, but 
I see how that's embodied with Peg and you in your care for each of us. I think about the many times I've had practice discussions with Peg and very um, not a good sense student. <laughs> um, know that whether or not we stay in this building, this physical place, that this practice that you all have brought to us is with us wherever we go. And I find it extends all over the <laughs> oh my world. God. I, I just don't want to say a quick hello to Marla. Because <laughs> I'm like, hi Marla <laughs> and Donna. Um, you know, just wonderful memories of being able to go to the Hui. Um, and meet these wonderful friends of yours. But what a practice it has been to come back here and just sit. Do nothing else but just sit and face the wall. Absolutely. And I am amazed at how hard it is, how hard it is to sit and let all that stuff go around in my head. And at the same time, the unimaginable and unspeakable joy that it brings me to be able to sit there. Because I know that not everyone... While it's hard. While it's hard, yes. yes. So I just the joy doesn't come when it's not hard. Maybe not, I don't, I don't know. I think so. I think the joy is always there. I guess. I know I've had those conversations with Peg about where's the joy in Sam, where's the happiness? And it's like, it's, it is there. It is there all the time. But so often I don't notice it until I'm sitting quiet. And that's why you sit. That, that is why I <laughs> Our sit. Our sin is to realize what's always here, not to create it people, or to get rid of anything. Right. People ask me how my intensive was this last week, and I said it was just what I needed to remind me of what's important. Yeah. And that is a precious moment. So I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you both. I feel very, very fortunate. And if, if you can't see us in any one moment, look around. Yeah. That, that Here we are. So, yeah. Everybody's, yeah, it's been a joy to see that guy back here. <laughs> <laughs> Of this meeting and all of our everyday practices and extend to all beings everywhere. 
May all be relieved of suffering, free from fear, longing, aversion, and ignorance. And may the way of awakening go on endlessly. So you're all included in that you're part of uh, all those awakened beings extending your luminous mirror wisdom. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So let's say the four practice principles to complete our time. Jesus, you should act a little bit. Open to energy here. Yes, yes, absolutely. We'll have absolutely. the other porch here. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Flint. Thank you. And thank you, everybody online and everybody in Austin. And it's just so wonderful that we can all come together this way and, and continue our our shared practice. And as you know, in the Zendo, if you'd like to offer Dana, there is a Dana box in the kitchen. <laughs> 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 and if you're online, it's appamada.org. <laughs> well, thank you all so <laughs> And if you'd like to continue to connect, those in the Zendo, just turn towards each other. <laughs> those online, pop yourself into gallery view and we'll, we'll all connect for a further 30 minutes. So thank you all so much. Thank you. It's been um, wonderful. Yeah.